The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before yeah. a wedding should I send How out many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to playoffs. check Find email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Evolution of Search Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how you can modernize your SEO strategies and operations. Joining us for Evolution of Search Week is Patrick Reinhardt, who is the Vice President of Digital Strategies at Conductor, which is a search and content intelligence platform that helps marketers create and optimize content to improve visibility online. Conductor's platform generates customer insights for enterprise brands that empower marketers to compelling, value-driven content, which leads to increased organic traffic and higher marketing ROI. And lucky for us, they're also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. So far this week, Patrick and I have discussed improving agility in search. And yesterday we talked about SEO enablement and communication. Today we're going to continue our conversation about the evolution of search, talking about customer-centric SEO. All right, here's the third installment of the Evolution of Search Week with Patrick Reinhardt from Conductor. Patrick, happy hump day and welcome back to the Evolution of Search Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben, happy to be back, man. Looking forward to the convo. Happy to be back. So far this week, we've talked about changes in search, how you need to be more nimble, more agile, and also SEO is something that has more visibility for large organizations. You have to be able to communicate cross-functionally and also upward to your boss. Now that said, you also need to think downward. You need to think about, I don't know, downward is the right way to put it, but you need to be able to think about who your customer is. We have more signals and more data and we could be more targeted with search. Talk to me about how the best brands are starting to think more about their customers with their SEO strategies. I think these days we're not preaching as much. You know what I mean? Like this is the best of this and this is that and every other best company does this and that and that's all fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think a lot more people are getting into the nitty gritty and really becoming partners with their SEO teams, right? Whether that be in-house at a technology or at an agency. And I think in the past, since again, a lot of companies, it was a new thing. It was something they were thinking of investing in. But now everyone is really whole hog investing in the channel. And the way that I'm seeing it is that the SEO teams are becoming so ingrained. I can tell you from conductor's standpoint, we are in the weeds with them. We are in the day-to-day and we are an extension of their team. And I know a lot of companies say that, but we truly are. And you can talk to our customers and they'll say the same thing. We care about them. We want to make sure that what we're doing is aligned to their goals. And I think that's like the bigger part. It's not just about here's a million tasks we're going to do. We're going to do all these tasks over the course of the year. We're going to see great results and you're going to be very happy. And customers like, okay, I guess that sounds good. And what did we not do there when we used to is we did not align to the goals of the company. I know we've talked about that, but that's the shift that I have seen over the last years. People really getting into the goals of the business, not just the goals of the organic channel. And that's something that has shifted over the last few years. It's like we are talking about the bottom line of the entire business and how organic contributes to that, 
not just about, hey, we're running this organic campaign and I hope we do good in organic. We want the business to do well because of organic. And that's a big shift that I see and a much bigger emphasis on the channel helping the business as a whole. There's two ways to think about being customer centric. And I appreciate that you as a service provider, a technology platform with the services arm, you know, you also help agencies are thinking about your customers, the brands that you're supporting and helping them do a better job operating as an SEO driven company. If you're an in-house marketer and you're starting to think about your end customers, what are the ways that you're getting signals about who is potentially going to be your organic consumer? Search has changed a lot over the last couple of years in terms of the amount of data we get. Also, some of the data that the platforms like Conductor can provide. What are some of the best ways that you advise your clients to understand what their customers' needs and demands are? One of the best things that you can do is educate your customer, right? And I know that's nothing new, but it really is something that's so important. When you go out and you educate your customer and going and doing the research on what they care about, right? And a lot of times companies don't take the time to really dig in. For example, we work with a large company that pretty much everyone has a device by them. For the most part, like their support area of their business is their greatest treasure trove. They go in there and they listen to what the customers are asking their support staff. They are listening what the customers are asking from problems with their products and things of that nature. And what do they do? They take those problems and they take those questions and they create long form content, solving those problems and answering those questions. And they've been doing it for years and it's just the program kills. And I've seen a lot of other companies do that as well. A lot of electronics companies do that. They mine their support areas of their site for questions, for problems, and then they create content that solve and answer those problems and questions. And that's one of the best ways to do it. If you have your chat support, do you have a technology that transcribes all that, that you can actually go through and search for your customer service folks? Are you listening to calls? Do you have something like Gong? Gong is an amazing technology where it transcribes everything and you can look for keywords of people asking certain questions or people having certain problems and how often that's happening. So go and mine that data. And when you come back, what we found, like we've done a survey several times over the years and pretty much comes back pretty consistently that a brand that educates their customer, like 78% of the time will buy from that customer and become a long-term customer. And that's something that has remained pretty consistent. And I have a personal experience with this where when I first bought my house, I bought a dilapidated property. My wife and I gutted the place and we had to redo everything. And one problem that we had outside that I would not hire someone to do, we had a ton of trees that were just growing everywhere. We were like, I think ultimately I ripped out 144 trees of varying sizes. Good Lord. But there was one, there was one last one that was growing into the side of my house, not into my foundation yet, but I could not get rid of the stump. I could not get rid of it. I could not kill it. I tried everything. I tried everything that the internet said to do it. And what did I do? So I Googled fire, fire. Well, yeah, it was next to my house though. So what did I do? I Google how to kill a stump. And basically I got to Lowe's great company and all that. And for the most part, they had brought me at that time. And this was many years ago. They had just brought me to products. And that wasn't answering my question, right? And again, no knock on Lowe's there. That was just at the time that what, how the site was built out. But then I went to Home Depot. And Home Depot at the time had an amazing DIY section, right? It still does. And they've been building that for years. You know, they're an SEO powerhouse. And they had sent me to a how-to article. They had an article about how to kill a stump. And they're like, hey, listen, this is how you do it. You drill into it. You pour salt into it. You rub tar on the top of it and it will die. And then I went there and I bought the materials and then I did it. The stump died. I was able to get rid of it within a week. 
And then I have been a customer of Home Depot's ever since. I still shop at Lowe's for certain things, but I'll always think of Home Depot first because of that experience. And that was something that they had done right. But that was a total SEO thing. That was a total content thing. They caught me at that time with the right piece of content and they educated me on something and they're more likely to be their customer than other retailers. Yeah, I think that building in the feedback loops for your customers is really important. Taking in whether it's data from your customer service platforms, whether it's the online forums, whether it's your reviews, what have you, even anecdotal feedback from your customers is really, really valuable. Now, in some scenarios, let's say you're launching a new product, you don't necessarily have that type of information to tap into. Not everybody is the Home Depot with thousands of customers asking constant streams of questions how to do something. So let's take a scenario, hey, I'm launching a new brand. What do I do to try to understand who my customers are to figure out what my content strategy is? How do I have a customer-centric approach to SEO before I know who my customers even are? You got to go out and do market research. So for your particular product, right, your particular service, whatever you're launching, you have to go out, what problem does it solve? How does it make people's lives easier? How does it answer these big questions that these folks have? And you got to go out and you got to talk to people. Hey, listen, like in your industry, how do you, you send out a survey? How is this impacting you? You find a survey, you work with a company that will send out and do the research for you and get them to ask people these questions, these very pointed questions about, listen, my product does this, my product does X or my service does X. How does this help you in your day-to-day? And get very pointed feedback from folks about how that helps solve a particular issue and make sure that there's a market fit there, right? And then like once you do that, then you can create content around, hey, here's the problem it solves you because there's no better way to sell something than solving a problem. And if you can figure that out and you know what like language people are using, again, that's the other thing. What language are people using in this industry? What words are people using in day-to-day conversation? Because a lot of the times you'll have companies that make the mistake of using internal jargon externally, right? Well, we've called it this for years, but really the customer uses it this way and it's nowhere near what our internal jargon is. And a lot of times product folks will get wrapped up in what they've been calling it because that's what it is. You know, it's a this, it's a hot beverage container. No, it's a coffee mug. People (laughs) call it a coffee mug, you know? I was wondering where you were going with the hot beverage container. But that happens all the time at companies. They will have something that they call it, but they will not listen to the voice of the customer about how they actually search for it. So going out and doing that research, figuring out what language people are using, what problems it solves, what questions they have about it, that will inform your entire content and SEO strategy right there. This is the evolution of Search Week. And you know, I think what you're talking about is something that has been around for a long time, which is, I don't know, go talk to your customers, go do your research and go figure out how they describe the problems that they're having and use that language and where they're looking for information and reflect that back to them. On the flip side, we do have developing technology tools that allow us to do customer research. And part of it is by doing competitive research. When you're thinking about figuring out how to reach new customers with a new brand, how do you recommend using what your potential competitors are doing to understand where there is opportunity? I think you have to go there and just, and this is like one of the most boring things on earth. You got to go out and do kind of a gap analysis and see what are they writing about that you're not writing about? What are they solving that you're not solving? And a story comes to mind from many years ago where a large ticket company, they had no documentation about their fees. Like what are XYZ's fees associated with these tickets? 
and a much smaller company is a behemoth ticket company and a smaller company came in and they answered a question saying like xyz's fees are this and they had an answer box and they were using the strategy they were going in and seeing what their competitors were doing regardless of how big or small they were and they were answering questions about the competitor that the competitor was not answering about themselves and that was really interesting to me. It was a very interesting approach. I actually talked to the CEO of that company and he got super mad at me when I was talking to him. He's like, no, don't tell anyone I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, well, it's already out there. <laughs> but it was a very clever strategy that they were doing and it worked for them and they won and they were winning at that time. I eventually got figured out and you know the other ticket company created it and they were gone in a day. But at the same time, when I think about competitors, it's going out and seeing what are the holes in our strategy? Like, what are they doing that we're not? But also being aware of what we're doing that they're not so that we can be prepared for them doing the same thing back to us. It's one of the values of working in SEO today is that there are so many powerful tools, Conductor being one of them, where you can do your competitive research. You can understand what the competition is without having to search for every independent keyword yourself. Yeah, sure. You can try to understand what the keyword set you should be targeting is, or you can just use the technologies available to understand what are the related keywords to your core topic, who else is competing, and what they're putting together to see where there is opportunities, what you call the gap analysis. At the end of the day, when we think about the evolution of search, one thing hasn't changed is that we're using our search engines, primarily Google, to get in front of our customers. And as much as SEOs are thinking about rankings and positioning and keyword optimization and all the things that, you know, the KPIs that we discussed, at the end of the day, what matters the most is that understanding of what your customer is looking for and providing them with the right information. So as search evolves, new tools, new strategies, but the core mission stays the same. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Patrick Reinhardt, the VP of Digital Strategies at Conductor. Tune back in tomorrow when we continue our conversation talking about the evolution of technical SEO. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Patrick, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is AskReinhardt, which is A-S-K-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-T. Or you could visit his company's website, which is conductor.com, C-O-N-D-U-C-T-O-R.com. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.